That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. As always, I am your host, the Commodore. Oh, ding, ding. Sorry. My bad. And <laughs> that was, you have really bad timing on that. You yes. really need to work on your timing on the ding, ding. Anyway, and uh, with me, as always, well, actually not with me in the room, but with me hundreds of miles away, virtually with me, is the ever vigilant and watching Rue. Rue, how are you doing? I'm going to take that. So I take that Mr. Rogers cadence on the uh, penny whistle to mean that's, that you're doing great. That's obviously a Yamaha recorder. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. I, I apologize. I, I thought maybe you had started playing skin flute. That's later. Oh, okay. Got it. Perfect. Um, so, Rue, I have a question for you. Did you, did you hear that we've got new leadership? I don't know if you heard this. Um. No, I think Obama definitely won the election. No, 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 no. no. We, we, we definitely have new people in charge. It's, 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 I, I heard this. Okay. I think you're incorrect, but. Uh, no. So you, you didn't hear that, that Disney bought Lucasfilm. Oh, 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 right. No, I did hear about yes. that. a little something about that. Um, oh, good. Yeah. So it's been all over A few the people news. were talking about it. The, uh, the indie company buying the other indie company. Exactly. Uh, largely small organizations that no one's really ever heard of, uh, but still uh, 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 prominent. And something we will talk a lot about tonight, folks. Yeah. So tonight is going to be an absolute bash, maybe figuratively and literally. Bat bashing. Are you snapping and clicking and running around? No, I'm bashing things. Okay. Um, gonna... Well, just don't bash the, the oh. Yamaha recorder. Anyway, so we are going to treat that very topic tonight, folks. We're going to talk all about it. Some of you asked why I didn't talk about George Lucas and Lucasfilm and the Weekly Ringer. The reason was because we are good planners. We're very smart. No, that has nothing to do with it at all. The point <laughs> is, we are. We, we didn't know this was coming, though, so we, we planned it out a little bit uh, in, in terms of um, yeah, don't bash people. So we, we did we did kind of plan it out so we could talk about this here, get the battle royale finished. You're in for a good one today on the on the Echo Screen Live, folks. It's going to be a good one. We're going to talk about Disney taking over Lucasfilm, but we're going to follow the same format as we always do. Rue, you know it well. First, we're going to start off with a little news and notes. I like to call them tids and bits. Tids, tids and bits. If you know what I mean, um, is would that be T and B rather than T and A? You could call it that. Well, well, I'll call. I'm going to call it T and B from now on. Okay, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a little T and B, <laughs> and then yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> people that just joined the podcast are revolted. Um, <laughs> so we're we're going to do a little we're going to do a little oh, T and B. Steel Seven quit. He's like, screw this, <laughs> yeah, screw this. I'm out of here. So we're going to do a little T and B. Then we're going to we're going to move on to. Uh, um the with the topic du jour mm -hmm. it's the soup of the day so um meaty yeah mm, i'll have that so we're <laughs> going to talk about the lucasfilm acquisition by disney for at, at great length and then lastly we will have what is i hear people's favorite part of the show which is the q a session uh, meaning that you guys can yes what? we will have what happened nothing why are you mumbling things behind you're not you know you're not supposed to do that oh better Someone's throwing stuff. So anyway, we're going to get to our la the last part of the show, which is people's favorite part of the show, which is the question and answer 
session that we do here, which is you guys can ask us anything you want. Maybe you want to ask us something about the, the topic at hand. Yeah, you know what? I think I think we should I think we should mix things up. I think we okay. should we should ask we should have a question right now from one question. One right question, now? and I'm looking at it. Hold on, where'd it go? You're uh, you fail at IRC. It went by too quick. It went away by way too quick. Someone you asked are very bad. Someone at asked IRC. Is Commodore yeah. on Twitter. That's the first question. That's that, the best you can do. Yeah, I think it's a good question. Why aren't you on the Twitter? I am on the Twitter. I'm at the Twitter with Clan of the Gray Wolf. What's what's no? The, you've used that like killer? twice. I've gone ahead and co-opted that. I think you should have your own Twitter. People want to hear what you have to say. Um, I I would t- I have a bone to pick with that. I don't think that's true. I don't think anyone. Would, if people want to hear what I have to say, they can probably watch the Weekly Ringer videos. No one watches them. Yeah, I know it's true. It's <laughs> the failing audience. Uh, nobody's watching it. No one's commenting. It's like, the only people that are commenting are actually. Just relatives of mine which take pity on the fact that I that I post those videos. It's actually really embarrassing. Yes. Anyway, um, that's a good point. I should get on Twitter. I just don't know what kind of here, here's a here's a challenge for you all. Find a Twitter moniker for yours truly. Beef stick. Okay. No, it has to be Commodore related. Skin you know, flute. No, that's not going to happen either. I, I Vanderbilt. I need... He was. No, Vanderbilt's a good one. I like that. He was the Commodore. Okay, yeah, I know. The Com- Commodore Vanderbilt. I've been Man, watching Man, Men Who Built America. Sorry. I have been, too. It's freaking fantastic. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Commodore 128 has, has to be taken, Vulcan Assassin. There's no way I could get that. If any of you can verify that it is not, in fact, taken, then I will take it right now. And you have my word on that. All right, anyway, so we're going to eliminate that. Anyway, the point, of the, the point is that we're going to do the uh, – thanks for totally screwing up the, uh, the the order, dude. Anytime. Anyway, we're going to go – the third section is going to be the question and answer session, which means all you have to do is ask us questions about the, the topic at hand, general geekery, or life, life topics. And the pursuit of happiness. And the pursuit of happiness. All you have to do to ask a question is just click onto my name. You can see that in the right hand of the chat there. And send me a private message. You'll see it otherwise known as a PM. Oh, 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 wow. This is technical speak you're using here. Look, I don't like to take out the techno babble very often. But when I do, I feel like the most interesting man in the world. I don't, I don't always bring out the techno babble. But when I do, I'm on IRC. Do you think that would work? No. I think it was a pretty good meme. Anyway, all right. So, all right. Well, uh, I know you want to talk about first. Send a message when you click my username, which is that Commodore twenty eight with an exclamation point next to it. Don't accept any substitutes. So, feel free, by the way, to ask questions all throughout the podcast. That's the way we run this thing here. You don't have to wait to the question and answer session to ask questions. So, go ahead with the thing you want to talk about that I don't give a crap about. Um, You know, go. You know, you want to say it. The 3DS? No, no, no. The news bit that you're all excited about. Oh, the the, the Wii U. No, that's actually interesting. Oh, I, I thought you... Oh, okay. You, you give a crap about this? Yes. Two oh, times. okay. Yeah, so um, in terms of... Hey, Ron Paul Patriot, keep your questions for the question and answer session and send them as PMs. <laughs> wow, putting Ron Paul in his place. <laughs> Put him in the place. Put him in the place. <laughs> um, that is a great one Commodore, uh, Comet Comet 1 is actually the best thing I've ever heard in my life I should try, totally find out if that is taken anyway moving right along I've, you, you've totally hijacked the topic du jour here you, it's, you just, realize it's the people in the, in the chat they're doing you it. did this you, you enabled them you're like, you're like the enabler you give people money and then you ask why they do drugs 
Anyway, so um, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so no. So I wanted to talk about the launch of a very important game. Halo 4. Yep. Talk about it. I am going to talk about it. You want to know why? Because I, I am reading reviews of this game, and I'm hearing that this game is the exact thing that I'm looking for. It is the best. Here's where I take a break. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, go, 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 uh, go get a sandwich. So Halo 4 is going to be the best single-player campaign for Halo yet. And those of you that know the Weekly Ringer have watched it quite a while understand that I don't play Halo for the multiplayer. I hate multiplayer. I generally stay away from multiplayer on Xbox Live in general. You know what I play it for? The single-player experience, that's why. Is there a cat coming on screen now? No. No. This is just this is devolving into the worst kind of internet crap I think I could possibly imagine. We'll see what people want to talk about. Halo 4 or the kitty. Oh, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's Wait, not fair. Okay, you make your argument. Go ahead. All right, my argument is that uh, Halo 4 will be one of the largest video game releases of the year. Rebuttal. It is one of the best single player. <laughs> okay, well, game over. I lose. Yep. Sorry. All right, so that was one piece of news. What else we got for news? We have. Um... Uh, oh, God. It's, 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 it's kind of been a weird news week. Oh, the other thing I was going to mention it, was, it came out this week that actually Android. Oh, yeah, this. Had a 75% market share among um, uh, uh, smartphone activations in Q2, yes, Q2, Q3, Q3. Sorry, my own company's fiscal year does not line up with the calendar year, so I apologize. <laughs> in any case, <laughs> um, whatever. The point is, Android Lots of Androids. Is, yeah, it's kind of taking over the world, right? Yes. And do you have a problem with this? No, I like Android. We need let I've... I, uh, just Apple, just. God. That sounds like we're about to say something really bad. I, I, I. If any uh, of you Argo, like it, it's the perfect like Argo, fuck yourself. That's it's the perfect it's the, the perfect. The game. Prop, <clears throat> Apple is so overvalued as a company. It's not even funny. Oh yes, okay. they're, they're a gadget wait, wait, company. Wait, 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 hold on, hold they on. make gadgets. More, wait. More overvalued, Apple or Facebook? I should be doing this in the Weekly Ringer. Well, if you're talking about Facebook at its uh, inception. No, no, yeah, I, I didn't ask that question. What, what's Facebook trading at now? Like 18, 19? If, it, if, it's tra if it's trading more than $5, it's grossly overvalued, and you know it as well as I do. True. Okay. Here's so the... tell me who's overvalued there. Apple has... Apple's also dropped like 100 points in the a past. A tremendous week. supply chain. There also happen to be a freaking hardware company. Right? They're a gadget company. They're an engineering company that produces products. True. What does Facebook produce? Well, Samsung produces the product, but you know what I mean. What? Huh? What? What? No. Hey. Foxconn? Yeah. No. Samsung. We're getting up. Samsung, Samsung makes, the, Samsung makes like so many components for Apple. So many. No, you're, that has failed. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I think Carraral, Carraral, Carrara too. Like, like one oh, of our two, two. I thought those were L's. I don't know what he's doing. Apple is overvalued. <laughs> Apple is overvalued. <laughs> Facebook is hyperinflated, and I think that's correct. 
Of course, because all social media are. Just look at LinkedIn. It's the same thing. Now, I like LinkedIn. Well, but- yeah, but LinkedIn actually connects professionals. That has a use. It's not just pictures of cats all day. Speaking of... <laughs> Picturesofcats.com. Um, is that, all right. Is that you know what? So we've only been going 13 minutes on the news and notes section, and the podcast has gone so far south that I think we need to move on to the topic du jour. Do you agree with that? Stop. Stop with the kitties. Okay. Bye, kitty. Okay. Good. Next. Yes, right. the topic du jour. I'm very ready for this topic. Let's do it. We're going to move right along. We're going to move right along. <laughs> So the topic du jour, which is, oh, by the way, you guys can continue to ask questions. Some of you have already asked questions, which is great, because now I'll consider them for the question and answer session. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, so let's move on to the topic du jour, which is, for those of you that don't know, Rue Filament. What happened? What happened this week that was so earth-shatteringly interesting? Well, there was an election. But if you're talking about last week, uh, Disney happened to buy Lucasfilm. Right. Which, uh, that was really kind of out of nowhere. Um, I don't know anyone who was expecting that or anything like that. No, I agree. Uh, and, and it's important to note that, <clears throat> yeah, probably the main reason they bought us because of Star Wars, obviously. Yes. Well, you can, you can debate that later, but. Yeah, no, agreed. You have to realize just how much, uh, how many properties are involved with Lucasfilm. And actually... I looked this up before. I'm going to bring it up again. Is uh, there a list of properties associated with Lucasfilm? Of course there is. Are you crazy? Well, first of all, let's go to the subsidiaries. Industrial Light and Magic, which has been the special effects house for decades. Right. Um, really. Skywalker Sound, which does post-production. Um, right. You got LucasArts, which does the video games. Oh, yeah. You got Lucas Books, which is not... Uh, a small amount of book publishing there. Nope. Uh, you got uh, Lucasfilm Animation, which is fairly new. This does a lot of Star Wars stuff too. Absolutely. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, that's that's the main stuff. And then you got the the list of movie properties: Star Wars, uh, Indiana Jones, eh? uh, Howard the Duck. Um, Howard the Duck. That's exciting. Red Tails. I actually, I, my dark horse of the acquisition. Is Howard the Duck. And let's not forget, we can finally see a sequel possibly to Radioland Murders. Eh? Or American Graffiti. <laughs> Never heard of it. No, no, I don't think they could actually do that. I think that that's the property of some other very large media company. Anyway, and, so... And before we move on, though, yeah, I think it's interesting to note that people give George Lucas a lot of crap for, for being a merchandising whore and selling out in the extreme. Among, among many, many other things. Among many other things, and 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 Disney bought Lucasfilm for four billion dollars. I think half of that was money, half of that was stock, which they're going yep. to buy back slowly over time. Regardless, right. George Lucas more money than God now. Uh, yes. Yet, because, because it was a private entity. Yes, it wasn't a publicly traded. Yes, yes. Um, he he. There's the George Lucas Educational Foundation, which is a big philanthropic venture of his. Yes. And also, yeah. he is one of those super rich guys who is uh, pledged to donate his money after he's gone to the Bill Gates Foundation or Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yep. So interesting to note that this giant sale, while it does go to line Lucas's pockets, 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 in the end, is actually going to be quite a philanthropic venture. 
I blew yeah, your you know, mind. I didn't think about that. I, you, I, I just, I, you, you, you blew my mind with that one. Um, I was, <laughs> I was, I, I had thought I really had anticipated every topic of conversation <laughs> that we could possibly venture into tonight. I win. And I wasn't expecting that one. So next time, next time come to the damn pre-show meetings. And this won't, this won't happen anymore. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know what to say about that, except I think that's actually pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it puts a whole if, if he follows through, it. if he follows through and he, you know, donates the, 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 the bills mm-hmm. to, uh, to charity. I mean, how could you argue with that? That's pretty sweet, man. That means all of us all this time, we're actually secretly funding a charity. Yeah. So it makes money spent on the prequels, not quite as hurtful. They're, they're still pretty uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I I go see a crappy movie for people to, uh, you know, be able to have a fresh meal or something. Yeah. Beer Ninja. Uh, he thinks that the cash he got from this sale already went to charity, and the rest will go later. Perhaps I don't know the exact details. All I know is that, like like Warren Buffett and stuff, the the stuff that goes to the Gates Foundation is like, it's I think it's more of like a. By the time they die, they're just going to leave all the money there. And yeah, over time. But there's also it, the so. issue of the purchase of when, right? You know, so, so when this thing became purchased is interesting because the laws are going to change around privately held companies. Another interesting thing because you notice this deal went down right before. I'm, I'm sorry to be talking a little bit of uh, political inside baseball for people outside the U.S., but there's this fiscal cliff thing where. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot more taxes on uh, transactions such as this, unless Congress does something about it by the end of the year. So it's interesting that this uh, got done before that. Right, 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 right. You so, go. you know, I think George Lucas was probably saving a lot of money. But if he donates it to charity, then he's actually saving the charity a lot of money. Then, So mm-hmm. like, I guess I can't really hurt Exactly. So, yeah. I'm on that one. All right. So let, let's let's cut the bullshit here. Okay. <laughs> let's not talk about charity, for God's uh, sakes. What, what the hell kind of a podcast is this? I know. Heaping praise upon George Lucas for his good just, work. Just, that's just crap. Shut the hell up. That's yeah, crap. That's not that's not going to happen anymore. I apologize. <clears throat> um, we're going to talk instead about the real verdict of what this means. So all of us are here. We're interested in what this means. And don't you dare mention charity. <laughs> what does this mean well, for means- me okay. as a fan of a lot of Lucasfilm properties, including Howard the Duck? Well, very good point. I think we're going to see uh, Howard the Duck quadrology. <laughs> well, remember Howard, Howard the Duck 2, Clan of the Great Wolf. Yes. Anyway, it, continue. Uh, yes. It's coming June 2020. <laughs> June 2021. <laughs> we're getting to pre-production tonight. Okay. So there's actually a lot of different things to talk about. There's really two big things. There's the movies and the video games. That's two different topics. Let's hit yes. the movies first. All right, go ahead. Obviously huge that... Why is, why is Howard the Duck so prominent in this discussion? Why is it not prominent in more discussions? I know. Why isn't Howard the Duck in more conversations <clears throat> around the world? That's what I want. Okay. I think the world would be a better place if people talk more, less about Star Wars and more about Howard the Duck. <laughs> so the big thing is... the Star Wars... Star Wars is uh, now owned by Disney, and they're going to be making a new trilogy after the main trilogy at some point. Has it been announced as a trilogy yet? All I've heard is a single film. Okay. Trilogy, and the first film coming out in 2015, which seems astonishingly quick. Yeah. Um, Well, it'd have to be good. True. It'd have to be a movie. True. There'll be a movie coming out. 
so so okay Star Wars I, seven i want to poll the audience yep in one word everybody one word what is your thoughts on there being a new star wars trilogy one word well, go. one word there should be thought what is your thought what is your thought sarah that's a great thought that is a great thought billy <laughs> um, yay okay, we got meh apathetic awesome awesome skeptical skeptical meh bloat orgasm poopy poopy <laughs> apocalypse um yeah this is cool hopeful okay hopeful i like that okay so it seems a few that people is not one word nightshade <laughs> you should Foolish. take out the spaces and it's one word yeah exactly um okay a couple people are very excited mostly there seems to be a bit of ambivalence yeah do you so, blame these people not at all not at all <laughs> so, so you know here's the thing my well, let's just let's just get down it's 22 minutes after the hour for god's sakes we really got to get into this thing some nerd rage has to show through i might as well get this show kick-started here we go kickstarter we did that was two episodes ago i said kick-started not oh, kickstart sorry i'm not raising money for anything yet until we decide to make howard the duck to planet the gray wolf anyway or, or we decided to take up money for random reasons to start my Twitter feed, apparently. I don't know. Anyway, so um, puns. So, yeah. So when I saw this, first <laughs> of all, my, my jaw hit the floor, right? I mean, this is unbelievable. It sounds painful. It's unbelievable. It came out of, yeah, I mean, it, well, no, not literally. It was figuratively hitting. Anyway, so the, the point is that I, I was I was flabbergasted. I didn't see this coming at all. I didn't know this was going to happen. And it seems like a kind of crazy, random thing. But yet, it's something that we're all really invested in. So I was really pissed about it. I mean, I, I thought, what the hell is going on? Why in the world is Disney buying Star Wars? And why are they making more movies? And I was more pissed. I, was, I wasn't as pissed about Disney buying Star Wars. Okay, fine, right? What do I care that, you know, people buying Luke Skywalker figures are going to be paying Disney now and not paying George? I don't give a crap about that, right? But the fact that they're making new movies, that upset me as a Star Wars fan. Did you have the same reaction? <clears throat> My first reaction was was shock, as I'm sure everyone everyone's was. <laughs> Slift took me completely off I know, the topic. I know, I know. I, I, <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Very good. I tip my hat to you with your disturbing ways. Um, shock. And then... Um, and then kind of a hopeful ambivalence. I was like... Um, no, well, I, I only expect your, your initial feeling. And then you, okay. But you... Alright, so we'll move to the second phase. So you went to ambivalence. Why? Yeah, well, because... Okay. Obviously, okay. Uh, seriously, you might like the tr the the prequel trilogy. It is very difficult to argue. I think that it is um, good cinema at all. In fact, we on in an, an initial iteration of this very podcast, right, had a very had a whole lot to say about it. As I recall, about an hour and a half <laughs> at least. So. Um, don't so, worry, anybody that thinks we're going to be here for an hour and a half or not. So anyway, right. keep going. Yes. So, so, so the, the last track record wasn't good. Then I thought, okay, hold on. And I said, the first thing that I saw about it was that George Lucas will not be directing. He, he will not be writing. He will be like a Maharaja or whatever. 
whatever. Yeah, the guru. The guru. Basically, he's gonna be like he's gonna be there in the background, blessing everything. Fine. Right. Right. Um, that so at- you, you bring up a great point here. Mm-hmm. And this is where I went, and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I thought back to the earlier iteration of this podcast. I thought about a lot of the, the, the problems that you and I had with Star Wars. And Whoa, thought- hold on. Vulcan what? Assassin just crossed the line. He said that Lucas is like Miyamoto with game development now. Oh, that, that's, that's just that's, that's just absurd. That's hurtful. It's just absurd. Okay, go ahead with your thought. Sorry. I, 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 go to your room. Yeah, go to your go to your room. Vulcan. Actually, Vulcan Assassin has been in this room longer than anyone else has. That's so, true. <laughs> Vulcan Assassin just deserves to stay. Uh, the point is, that's a very inside joke, folks. Sorry. Anyway, um, so no, I, I started to think about this very podcast that we had about this. And I started to think about all the things that we were if, lev, levying as criticism. I also saw the People versus George Lucas, which levies a lot of criticism against George Lucas about. Star Wars and all of these other things that he's produced. Okay. And then I realized, and, and I want to, I'm going to pause here for dramatic effect. Okay. I'm ready. George Lucas is giving us exactly what we wanted. Yeah. And exactly I've, what we wanted. More importantly, I think it's exactly what George Lucas wanted. I think he's been. No, no, screw George Lucas. It's not about George, it's not about George Lucas. George Lucas. <laughs> Is giving us so exactly what we wanted. We wanted no, Star yeah. Wars to be out of his hands. Yes. Star Wars is now out of his hands. This is the greatest thing he could have done for Star Wars. We honestly. wanted someone with a, with a with with a kind of understanding of Star Wars, but not a vested interest in the crap that was put out for the prequels to make Star Wars, which is exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. And. <clears throat> We wanted to move on from our intense hatred of Mr. George Lucas. And I think now all of us can stop hating him. Right. Carrara 2 says he could have done that in 1990. True. But he was a god in 1990. He has much come down to earth since then. Yes. And then some. Do you see Tailspin 2 or whatever the hell that movie was? Red Tails or whatever the the name movie was that he produced last year. Awful. The point is, George Lucas has lost his mojo as a director. I think he knows it. And it's time for Star Wars to move on to another generation. One of the things that Star Wars always, or Star Wars, listen to me. One of the things that George Lucas always said about Star Wars was that he would love to see it kind of get passed to a new generation. And that's exactly what's happening. Yes. The torch is getting passed. To a new generation of Americans. Um, Uh, Yeah. I can't or so. What quote that was? Yeah, I don't either. Oh, anyway, anyway, my point is, is that um, ask not for <laughs> you. Yeah, so the interesting thing here is that um, it, it always goes back to the red letter media guys, right? Because they have such really interesting insight to anything Lucas related. And I remember when they were talking with the uh, director for um, uh, People versus George Lucas. Yep. And they're basically say, saying, like, it seems like George Lucas doesn't like Star Wars. If you look at his um, uh, interviews, 
yep. and the way he's constantly tinkering with it. And, and really, <laughs> right. he must know he's tweaking fans in the face for the past decade with all these changes he's making to the original trilogy. Not to mention right the in the face yep. Right in the face hole. It, it seems like he just doesn't like it. He wants to be done with it. So I why know. does he keep tinkering with it? All right, and so I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind here. Right. I'm going to blow your mind. Because you're absolutely right. Okay. George Lucas, if you've ever seen the South Park episode with Indiana Jones... It's not for the faint of heart, but you should totally check it out. It's fantastic. Talking about what George Lucas and Steven Spielberg do to the movies when they when they touch up, retouch old films that they put out. Um, so I'm going to blow your mind here. One of the things that has we've always called for this is a big, big topic in the People versus George Lucas is about the release of the original trilogy. As they were theatrically, theatrically released or edited, I should say, in high definition. Mm-hmm. So, do you know at this moment what the definitive version of the original trilogy is? Laserdisc. Laserdisc, exactly. <laughs> Reason why is because Laserdisc is the only iteration of the theatrical versions that have been released in high definition. Bowtie guy right? got it. Yep. Right there, you go. Boom, and it's, that's that's hilarious. That's a so twenty-year-old. So but, but here's what here's what I'm gonna blow your mind. Here's what I'm gonna blow your mind. So we've all been sitting here. Th- there have been freaking huge online petitions written and signed about this, about releasing these films. And George Lucas has raised his overworked and overpaid middle finger at all of us <laughs> and saying no. You can't have it. It doesn't make any damn sense why you can't have it, but you can't have it. It's like a weird ownership thing of something he hates. It's like a love-hate-hate relationship. Exactly. But now, why? Disney has exactly the opposite issue with their history. They release Cinderella once every 25 years on the format du jour and it's all, you know, been completely redone and completely remade to be perfect. <clears throat> Why? I think that within the next five years, we will see what we've always wanted to see, which is a re-release of the original trilogy and the theatrical version in high definition. Now, I believe from what I've read, there are some issues with 20th Century Fox to make that happen. But you got to think that Disney realizes someone up there at Disney, they aren't stupid. They realize they're sitting on a gold mine. If they can get, if they can make sure they have all those rights to get the original trilogy out there on Blu-ray, that is a license to print money. And, and and I don't, I think that $4 billion for Lucasfilm is a steal in the, in the end. I think they're going to recoup this within five years. I agree. Um, Well, the merchandise. Well, by alone. the by, the end of the second movie, I'll, I'll say. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think the the idea of of the release of the original trilogy is fantastic. The only re- so I did not own the Star Wars movies until very recently, and the only reason I bought the movies on DVD is because I got the collection that contained the original the unedited theatrical versions as bonus discs. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think I ever watch the high-definition special editions? Absolutely not. All I watch is the theatrical versions, even though they're crappy, right? Right. Well, Because it's the original theatrical versions. Right. I mean, crappy in terms of quality, not right. crappy. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. 
Gotcha. Okay. So if they re-release this thing, you're absolutely right. They're sitting on a freaking gold mine. I mean, there's no there's no reason not to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's very possible we're going to see that. And in other words, it just goes to fill in my point, which is that George Lucas gave us exactly what we were looking for when he sold the company to Disney. Yes. Now, Red Neptune makes an interesting point. He says that they bought I, – I didn't look into this. He said that Red uh, – or Pixar bought pick, uh, – Disney bought Pixar for $6.5 billion. So, yeah. so honestly – I mean, Pixar is great, but to buy Star Wars and all the associated properties, plus everything else Lucas has done, essentially, for, for $4 billion, good deal. Yep. Um, and Sonic Rose says that this is Disney. I shudder to think how much money they pumped into Wreck-It Ralph. You know what? That was another news items that we were going to talk about. We were. Wreck-It right. Ralph came out. There you go. Wreck-It Ralph came out. There you go. News, news notes. The sounds, TNB. Sounds good. Will. Yeah, there's our yeah. TNB. There's our TNB <laughs> for the day. Um, so... I'll, I'll give you a comparison there. <laughs> Steve Jobs, George Lucas. What was I rest that? my case. They, they both suck? What? No. They're Steve both... Jobs sold a company. They're both dead? Sold a company that he was the chairman of for six bills, even though he didn't have Star Wars under his belt. He had Toy Stories. Oh, right? I, oh, oh. Oh. And George Lucas has freaking 40 years of filmmaking, and he sells the company for for. Four bills. You're not going to be one of those people that says that Steve Jobs had anything worthwhile to do with Pixar, except for oh, pumping money Mike into it. Are you Douglas? Absolutely. Just like I, just like how he developed the iPhone and and the Apple II and and and, and, I, I am, and the people I am in the background actually doing the work were, listen, were getting shafted. Come on, I, oh, listen. Come on. I am no I am no Apple fanboy. I don't use Apple products. Don't give me that. that. Crap. Don't give me that crap. But crap. to not give Steve Jobs credit is a joke. I mean, it's absolutely a joke. He was a great marketer. Just, don't, he's not a great marketer. George Lucas is a great no, editor. He's, no, he's a great businessman, and that's my whole point. Eh. He's a great businessman. Uh, he made a business. He sold it for six bills to one of the largest corporations in the world. Howard the Duck. George Lucas sells Howard the Duck for $4 <laughs> billion. Dollars. All right. Okay. <laughs> a bow tie guy makes a very good point. Stop arguing, idiots. No, he actually said, Stapo, arguing, idiots. That's also right. a good point. Yeah, whatever. Right. Okay, okay. Well, let's, we got to move the, on. The, the BS flute has been, has been busted out. I, love <laughs> I think <laughs> BS, I'm calling I, BS. I, I, I actually have the BS flute right here. Um, you got a so, flute, too. So, so, yeah. And they're both skin color. You got to wet your whistle when you play the BS one. Okay, good. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's do that together. Right? No, harmonize? Yeah. We're, we're in different keys. We're That's different fine. Key. That's fine. Go for it. All right, that was that was a BS. No, it didn't work. All right, next. All right, before uh, before okay. we move on, yes, let, let's do this. What? Uh, give me your uh, give me your prognostication. Uh, Tell me what's going to happen with this Lucasfilm acquisition in a minute or less. Go. Okay. Uh, Blades, I think, asked a very good or made a very good point earlier. Or Don't answer the question with a question. No, 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 no. I'm just making it go into the thing. He said that it's going to be um, – he said, how can we trust Disney? And I, I would say normally, good point. How do we know that this other big conglomeration company is going to do any better than Lucas? Two points. One, it can't be much worse, honestly. Two, uh, Marvel. When Disney bought Marvel, people thought it was going to be uh, the end of that property 
uh, as anything worthwhile. Yep. And they have done and amazing. Clearly, with they were right. Yeah, the, the the Marvelverse, the Avengers, and all those movies have done amazing. I think the comic book fans are more often than not very happy with the results and looking forward to more. And let me just put this out there: Star Wars, directed by Joss Whedon. No. Star Wars, no, directed by no. Brad Bird. Come on, come on. How is this not good? How is this not a oh. good idea? Please, no. please, no, please. You missed the point. No, this is great. This, this no. is these are people that grew up with Star Wars, loved it, and now have the chance to direct it, and they're competent. Okay, you have a good point there. Brilliant. But, uh, but let, let, <laughs> brilliant. No, no. If, if Star Wars is directed by David Lynch. I will watch it, <laughs> but I probably won't like it. I'll probably like, it. I, I, David Lynch is one of the most brilliant directors ever. But I would not watch a Star Wars. I would not. I don't think I'd like a Star Wars film directed by David Lynch. Anyway, so we got to move on. We still haven't even talked about the video games. You got to wrap up the movie stuff. Oh Jesus! All right, so so here's the thing. So I think I think the future has opened up for other things. I think the future has opened up to you know newer, fresher directors, directors that haven't really made their name the way Lucas hadn't when he started Star Wars. And I think there's some interesting. You know, I mean, but honestly, he was doing that already. So. Have you ever seen the Clone Wars TV show, which I think is actually very good? Yeah, it is very good. And the guy who plays Anakin can act. Okay. And so, or at least at least he's better than Hayden Christensen. But anyway, this That's is what I'm cool. saying. Yeah. All right, fair enough. So, um, but anyway, so yeah. So, so there's, I think, a door gets opened to be able to direct this movie, not by the big-time directors, but by people that haven't necessarily made their, their name yet. Um, True, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I think you're right. Disney is much more controlling. I can see that. All right, let's talk about the video games. Wait, wait. We move on. One last thing. Okay. What do you think? I, I don't know how familiar you are with the expanded universe, but there is a whole mess of stuff that they could talk about. A lot of people will generally say that the Thrawn trilogy, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, is uh, the best of those stories. Yep. Uh, what do you think? Do you think Disney's going to go for something completely different, or are they going to mine the expanded universe? They're going to go for something completely different. I think, um, I think so as well. And you know what? My reason is they don't have to pay licensing fee. <laughs> I think that's going to be the reason. I think that's going to be it. They don't have to pay a licensing fee anyway. They own it. Well, yeah, but the the author. Oh, um, you mean to, to go into to go into like a book? Yeah, they got to pay the author for his idea. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know. I can see that happen, but uh, but uh-huh. I, I think that's less probable than I think we see. I, I am all right. I put I would put less, I put twenty dollars on the table right now that Mark Hamill will be in another Star Wars movie. Oh, if asked, yeah. Twenty bucks on the table right now. It's happening. Um, I don't know why. Because now it's not going to Luke Skywalker at 50 years old. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got you going there, didn't I? Anyway. Mine's collectively blown. They put the headphone jack on the bottom. Oh, <sighs> my God. Anyway, so, yeah, no, I, I, I really do. I think there's some interesting. I think there's some interesting possibilities opening up with the films, but I think they're going to continue with the story and I think they're going to do the best that they can. Darth Hamill is probably going to 
uh, uh, come to the fore, and we'll see how Luke Skywalker becomes an evil uh, Jedi Knight of the Sith. All right, cool. So Iron Man versus Darth games. Vader. Video games. There is also beyond all of, obviously all the Star Wars video games that Lucas uh, Arts has made. Uh, yes. There's a lot of uh, I think people would say cult favorites that they published. Um, ones I hear most often are uh, Grim Fandango. Oh, a, a lot of adventure games. Lucas Lucas Arts was the king of adventure games for a while. They were the de facto standard for adventure games for the better part of fifteen years. Zombies ate my neighbors. You know, I actually forgot about that, Carrara. They did make zombies, zombies ate my neighbors. neighbors. Absolutely, I could see that happening. You know, my fave. I'm a, I'm going to jump right on to um, Full Throttle. That's true. That was good. Um, Maniac Mansion. There are a couple games there in that series. The Dig, which is an underestimated game that was released probably a little bit too late in the cycle to be made popular, but very cool. Right. Um, um, Indiana Jones games. So, Monkey yeah, Island. Obviously. Yeah, Monkey Island is, yeah. I mean, of course. Monkey Island, of course. Um, well, here's here's what I would love. You know so, what I would love to see? My fa- the favorite game, I, I take it back. Sam it would not be, no, not Sam and Max. And it wouldn't be Full Throttle. It would be a new game in the X-Wing and TIE Fighter series. And that's something I see a lot of people really going nuts over the idea of. Oh, my God, that would be so good. I mean, there's no good space fighter sim anymore. There's just not. There's just not anything anywhere close to that, you know? I remember the old days of, like, remember remember you had the, you had the keyboard and I had the F-15 flight stick and we'd f- fly around in my 386 just oh, yeah. blowing yeah, and the other person would be the uh, astromech. Yeah, the astromech droid. Hey, I need you to cycle the shields. Anyway, before we get too deep in nostalgia here, um, is there anything else you want to say about the acquisition before we reveal way too much about our childhoods? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Do you think any of these games are going to make a comeback, or, or 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 do you think Disney gives a crap about any of these old games? I'm thinking probably not. Sadly. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they give a crap about that at all. I think they bought it for Star Wars. Maybe a new Maybe Indiana Jones. Yeah. Although the, Indiana Jones is kind of tired. I think if any of these games we talked about have a chance of be of being redone or re-released or, or remade, it would be Star yep. Wars TIE Fighter. I agree. Uh, I don't think there's it anyone... makes me in... happy. True. I don't think there's... Sadly, I, I mean, I love Sonic Rose. I, I love Maniac Mansion as well. I, I think most people first played it on the NES. Um, I, I sadly am not going to hold my breath for anything like that to be released. Nope, not um, going to happen. I don't think there's anyone at Disney really chomping at that bit. So New... And I, I agree. I don't think any games are going to result from this that I think we're really looking forward to. The, the greatest possibility is is a is a is a new game in the X Wing versus Tie Fighter series. But I think what we'll probably end up with, because of the age of consoles and mobile gaming and so forth, is something much closer to, um, crap. What was it called? Re- Rogue Squadron for N sixty four. Yeah, and the GameCube, and yeah, which was kind of a really, really watered down X uh, X Wing versus Tie Fighter. That's more difficult. That was made by Factor Five. And it was, but my point is, it's, it's a very watered down version of a, of the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not the same kind of a thing that I think X Wing versus Tie Fighter could be if they kind of really. Oh, the other thing is, you know, with the new, I don't know if you've seen that new like headset that's being released with released with uh, Quake Three BFG Edition. But you actually, you know, pop it on your head and you get a three-dimensional, you, know, you can look around and everything. If they did that with TIE Fighter, I don't even care how much it costs. Just sign me up. I'm buying one right now. Just Fair enough. 
put it on my tab. Also, I have to thank um, the board for putting his ass on the table. And then um, just go with it. And uh, Polly Karma says more pod racing or pod racing question mark, which I mean, I, I will take to mean more pod racing, please. I love pod racing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So we covered a lot of things here. And I think what we're, we're really coming up with is this. Overjoyed or pissed off? You said you were pissed off at first. I was really pissed off. But then I thought about it and I realized I actually might be happy about it. I am ambivalent, leaning toward hopeful. Bowtie guy is absolutely apathetic. Which I'm is happy about it. I, I, I mean, I'm happy. I, I think this is going to signal a really good, uh, you know, renaissance of Star Wars. We've seen a renaissance of Star Trek, which I love. And I'd love to see a renaissance of Star Wars. He's coming out, too. So we'll see. I don't think the full okay. renaissance of Star Trek will, will, will be complete until there's a new series. Which All right, I, get to, this, this, I get to ask the first question before we get into the Q&A. Uh-huh. What did you, what were you a fan of first, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, uh, Star Trek. Me too. The funny thing is that both are because of uh, uh, you and you and Michael back in uh, back in the day. That's right. I know. Got me started on Star Trek in seventh grade, and then Star Wars uh, freshman year of high school. I hadn't seen Star Wars before that. You hadn't seen Star Trek before the seventh grade. Uh, not really. Not really. Holy shit, dude! That's unbelievable. I know. I I actually cannot believe that. (laughs) I mean, I'd seen it, but I wasn't into it. It was mostly the old stuff. Like the old series and the old movies. Oh my god! I, I feel like I, I mean, I've known you forever. I, I feel like I don't even know you anymore. Well, it got me started on Next Generation, which was awesome. So you own the cards before we even met you. I mean, how's that possible? No, anyway, all right, whatever. What? Um, all right, cool. So I think we've adequately covered the topic. Let's move on. Ding. All right. Ding. So what we need? No. Oh. The BS whistle. No, so we need to move on to everyone's favorite part of the show. That didn't even remotely reflect the fanfare. Or something like that. That's what we need to do. Okay. Uh, everybody's favorite part of the show, the question and answer session. So what we want you to do now is to send us the questions that you are burning you up inside. I'll send you the questions. Yeah, send me the questions. So how you do that is you actually click my name which is this, exclamation point Commodore 128. Click my name, click PM, send me a private message and let me know what your question is. The question could be about the topics today, either from the TNB, News and Notes, or it could be from the topic du jour, or it could be about anything you want to ask us, anything at all. Anything at all. At all. At all. All right, here we go. What we got? What we got? Go. What you got? Sonic Rose. The always first to question Sonic Rose. When was the last time you played Castlevania Symphony of the Night? The last time or the first yep. time? You know what? I've never fully completed the game. Are you out of your... Don't, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing it at your house. This is awful. This is awful. I, I liked I, it. I've been meaning... You're off, the, you're off the site. I've been meaning to buy it on, on Xbox for a long time. You monster. <laughs> You don't belong in this world. See, I get that. I understand it. This is awful. <laughs> I, I feel. I feel like. I feel. I feel betrayed. 
Um, the last time I played it all the way through or the last time I played it? The last time I played it was actually fairly recently. I played it probably within the last year and a half. Um, I don't go more than probably five years without popping that sucker in there and at least playing the first couple uh uh, the first couple chapters because it's, it's just so much fun. It's it's a great great game. If you want to know all about what I think about uh, Cassidy, <laughs> Sydney, go click on the Weekly Ringer and uh, and take a look at that. All uh, right, I got a minus two. You other guy gets a plus two. Oh, I guess I'm other guy. Cool, awesome. All right, Commodore. Let's see. Oh, nice. Um, do let's see here. Ah, here's a great question from the Bowtie guy. What do you think of the future of Windows 8? We were just talking about this randomly before um, before the the show. Uh, I haven't had a chance. I haven't had a chance to, to mess with it yet. It seems pretty interesting for a tablet interface, but I had just haven't had a chance yet. That's okay. What so you don't really have any comments. Not really. Seems interesting. It seems right, useless so for a desktop. So I'm not getting I, my desktop. But. I firmly believe in the skip version theory of Microsoft, which means that you really just skip every version, every other version, and then you get a really good version of, of Windows that you should be able to use. Um, that has held true in the past. I think it'll hold true in the future. I actually really like Windows 7. Ergo. You win. I don't think I'll be using Windows 8. And I don't think it'll probably be... Uh, the only reason I'll probably use Windows 8 is if, is if it's on a tablet or a phone interface. And I'll be honest with you, I like Android so much, I doubt I'll probably move to, to Windows Phone. So Windows 8 as an operating system specifically, I mean, you know, it is what it is. It, it's it's just a That's brand new x86 is. operating system. Yeah, it's... Oh, I know. Thanks. It's Thanks, Popeye. Pop it's Popeye. It's um, another man. Yeah, it's, okay. Very good. Well played. <laughs> Um, that's, so, that's the, your time is up, Toot. Okay, got it. Next. Next, I got it. Very cool. Windows 8, I think, is an operating system is probably fairly limited in what it's going to be able to accomplish. Next one. Here we go. So, um, Sky Sam Freeman says, have you played Grim Fandango? And what did you think of it? Sadly, I have not. Again, I suck. So well, no, to. so so I'll, I'll, I'll come out and right, rightly say it. I remember that game being released. I remember there being a ton of talk about it. I've even watched people play it. I have never played it myself. I said it. There you go. So we got you're over two. Sorry, I was man. not huge on adventure games in the day. I played my fair share, but Grim Fandango wasn't one of them. Yeah, I, I I think that's a good point. I did play Full Throttle. Full Throttle. Yeah. Awesome, awesome game. Here's a question from Satbell. How many cats does Rue have? Two. Oh, that was easy. That was easy. Man, I should have I should have found another question before I asked that one. Um, <laughs> all right, here we, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Why you question. know play every game? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Here's a new question from Billy Chaser. Ah, it's Billy. That's a Billy Chaser. It's a Billy Chaser. That's a. Yeah, go ahead. What would you personally like to see in episode seven? So if you had to write the script, what would you say? See, my ambivalence has, has prevented me from really thinking heavily about this. Um, Good point. What would I like to see? I don't know. You got something? I want to think about this for a second. I So I think I would, you know, it's funny. If you guys had asked me what I want to see in like George Banks. Game of Thrones books or, or TV, I probably would have been ready, right and ready with that. But 
now that we're moving into like Star Wars, aha. I would like to see, I'd like to see exactly what I said. You know, I, th- I would really like to see kind of Luke ushering in kind of a new era of Jedis. Jedi. Did I just say Jedis? I did. It's like saying deers. Exactly. I apologize. Anyway, so um, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see, you know, so there's that whole, there's that whole, you know, um, what was that Star Wars game um, with the Soldier of Fortune people? Raven Software made it. Um, Jedi Knight. Oops. The Kyle Katarn, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Kyle Katarn, like, I don't like that character. Actually, I hate him. But I like the idea, I like the era, I like the setting, so that Luke is now kind of propagating a whole new group of Jedi. And it's kind of starting the cycle all over again, and there are interesting things to tell there. I, I think I, I would like to see that. Um, what I would not like to see is every single character from the prequels and or from the original series, now the prequels, make useless cameo appearances in these films. That's something I would not like to see. No, Jar Jar. No, Jar Jar. Um, I would like to see the original actors making a making a be a part of the story. I, I wouldn't like to see it completely different. Ab. Uh, very good point, Bish. Please. <laughs> uh, that that that's really all I can hope for. I think. All right, moving right along. Here's here's another one. Flint Steel Seven asks, "Would you like to see a new X-wing Tie Fighter game on the PC or on a console?" Hmm. Great question. I think it's got to be PC. See, I would agree with you until Connect. Really? You're going to go with Connect? Yes. I'm going to go with Connect. You want to know why? Because everything we just talked about with with those wonderful nostalgic memories of our youth, the idea that you you know you had the astromech droid and the friend, what what did we do? You said, hey, cycle the shields. You said, hey, um, full forward. You said, hey, I need full throttle or half throttle, right? Well, now you have that. True, you but just I don't think the ship and you fire and you tell the computer what you want it to do and it does it. I think the way we played that was because we're huge dorks. I don't think you were supposed to play it that way. You are so right. Yeah. But at the same time, I can totally see that happening. Swing your arms to dodge the asteroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it would devolve into. I got yeah, to say I, PC. I, so, okay, I, so, and I get that. I, 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 I totally Although get that. Although it sounds interesting I, on the Wii U, maybe. You got a little screen why, in front of you. Why is it all of a sudden exciting in the Wii U? Because Wii U fan- is the future, man. You're such a freaking fanboy. It's just disgusting. You just can't wait. I wish you'd just, just come out and just admit it because it's just embarrassing for all of us. More embarrassing than you have please to do. Time's up. Sorry. All right. So I already answered that question in the podcast. How about this one? Have you guys – oh, this is by Green Gear. Have you guys played slash seen Double Dragon Neon? Um, yes, I did play that. I knew that sounded familiar. I played that at E3. Um, well, so you tell me about it. it, it well, it's like, um, it's like a reimagined Double Dragon uh, in an 80s style. It's very, it's very 80s-rific, and it's, uh, it was actually a lot of fun. You I know? like that. Um, Double Dragon is very 80s. It's one of the cool parts about it, you know? Uh, it is kind of very, you know, and it's it was, a period piece. And it's know? very tongue-in-cheek. Man, it's been like half a year since I played it, so a lot of the details are kind of fuzzy. If you like yep. Double Dragon, I say you get it. Because it was awesome. 
uh, well, for, what, for what it was. Then you should I'm get it. You should get yeah. that, seriously. Double Dragon was one of my favorite games as a kid to play in the arcade. Um, the bowling alley where I grew up had a Double Dragon machine, and I think I wasted more quarters there than I did in any other game they had. It was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. Here's another question. So, Khog1431 um, asks... I didn't read the IGN review for it. Sorry. What instruments do you play besides those drums in the background? Well, it's well, great for you to notice. Skin flute. Skin flute. The BS flute. Um, also, I actually play trombone, which I believe you also play, or played at one time, Brew. Uh, yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. That might or might not be the entire basis of our entire relationship. If you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I did it. Anyway, so uh, there's that. And then I also, I'm also a singer. That's really what I am. I'm really a singer. It just happens to play some instruments. You should be both in a band not too long ago. I did, not too long ago. Left it behind. But in any case... Um, all right, cool. Let's see here. Um, Thank you, Polly Karma. PM your questions to exclamation point Commodore one twenty eight. However, we don't have too much time. Let's let's go. Uh, let's go a little more. That's like five more yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Yeah, make make uh, make class with people. Fifty more minutes. With people. All right. So, um, all right. So, woman. <laughs> what? All right. Here we go. So, which night? asked what were you and rue for halloween Ooh. Uh, wait wait in parentheses please feel free to humor me if you did not dress up so in other words make something up i was gonna be a hipster but 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 then you realized that that wouldn't really be much of a costume for you what no i need like horn rim glasses and and two tight jeans and uh PBR. Actually, it's really funny because my wife had a, um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, historic preservation for Obama pin because um, her she got from her boss who uh, is uh, in historic preservation. It was, it's so esoteric. That's it was like, so, yeah. that would be perfect. But um, no, unfortunately, Great. I was going to go to two Halloween parties and they both fell through. The people wound up having like emergencies and had to cancel. So I, I couldn't be a hipster. Maybe sad. All right, so I... I was going to be a hipster, but it was too obscure. Yeah, so I didn't dress up this year. Um, but what? Uh, but I can give you a couple of my past costumes, if that will help. Um, I did... I, I, I went as Quail Man. I think that was the most recent Halloween party that I that went to. That was very good. That was a good Quail Man. I might post that. <laughs> I might post that if I ever get a Twitter feed. Um, anyway... Hear. Sonic Rose, there are a couple people. Actually, a couple people have given me some good good ideas for Twitter feed. If you can think of a good Twitter feed name for the Commodore, let me know. Um, you can also PM that to me. <laughs> uh, anyway, I also went as um, Rorschach from The Watchmen. That was good. The year before that, which was a really good costume. I, I thought that was probably my best work ever. Oh, if we're going back over old costumes... Let's see. I was I was Ben from Lost a few years ago. That was really good. That was a good one. I, I, mean, I basically just had to look beat up. Um, well, I mean, like I said, uh, I, I actually really enjoyed the Tetris block. I thought that was fun. Um, 
Yeah, that was that was probably that was really good. I like that. One. And I had to, I had a place to put my beer. Um, but I think one of my favorites was uh, my roommate and I in college were Mario and Luigi. <laughs> and um, and our our sweet mate was Link. And there was a girl down the hall who was going to be Zelda, but she got sick for Halloween. We don't need we don't need it to tell everybody. And so Commodore decided to be Zelda instead. He took over. It was it was uh, his finest hour. I think I have pictures of that somewhere. I got to find them. No, I was about to say don't please don't share the pictures. I got them. And for a long time, I had that wig. You realize that <laughs> I held that wig for a very long time. Actually, I think it? I gave it back to the its rightful owner. Did you um, use it? Well, she was in the hospital. You know what I mean? I'm serious. Oh. No, I didn't use it. Um, all right. So let's see. Neo Vico has a question. What are your feelings about G4TV taking its two popular shows off the air? Not surprised. Actually, it's funny. I was surprised. I was surprised. Well, when, when this came out, when this information came out, I actually had a little bit of inside information that this was happening months ago. And yeah. so when it came out, I didn't realize that my mind had conflagrated it. And I thought that was already like known information. And uh, obviously it wasn't. But uh, I felt special because of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, apparently G4 is going the whole way that a lot of these niche channels are. And they're just going with anything. Anything yeah, that sells. Garbage. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, G4, ever since they bought Tech TV, has really gone downhill. So there you go. All right, Zero Flame 16. With talking about Double Dragon Neon, what old school game would you want to see remade today? Great question. Mmm. Mmm. You know what? Actraiser. Throw one out there. Throw one out there. You, I know you got a ton of them. Just just throw one out there and, and explain why. Actraiser. Uh, that, that was a great mix of uh, genres. Hey, can you, can you take one that doesn't steal mine? Nope. Sorry. Damn it. Actraiser was totally going to be my, my first. Zombies Ain't My Neighbors actually would also be uh, a lot of fun to have remade. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, well, I mean, we've already started it. Might, we might as well finish it. I would say remake X-Wing. Oh, it's, it's right for it. Yeah, I, I would love to see that happen. Oh, All wait. Right, cool. Did, wait, right. Jax Mandrake said there's a pick in the Zelda episode of 16-Bit Gems. Did I already put you in the Zelda costume in one of my episodes and I forgot about it? Awesome. I don't want to know. If I it's I there, did. I don't want. I don't want to know. That was a while, that was a while ago. Yeah. That's why I don't remember. It was like two years ago. Yeah, cool. that was a while ago. I, if I saw it, I don't remember it. So that's there you go. Um, all right, let's see. Oh, here's a great question. So I'm going to go with Amstraus as a pronunciation. What did you guys think of Artemis Spaceship Bridge Simulator? Ooh. Do you, do games like this have a chance to catch on? I was, I guess, more of in a you know global marketplace. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot that um, more that could have been done with it. Yeah. Uh, we were talking. We were both. I I think you were there. I think we were both talking with someone recently. You might have been getting a beer. Uh, who is perhaps developing a competitor to that. And I like that idea because I, I, the more games that have this kind of real bridge simulation feel to them, the, the, the better. Um, yeah. Does it have a chance to catch on? I got a feeling they're probably going to be niche uh, to a degree. Um, but I'll play them if I have a chance. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, 
I actually was thinking about this the other day. Um, I had so much fun with that. Oh, yeah. You know, it, so after, and, and those of you who watched Weekly Ringer know that I recently added the, the Trekkies movie, Trekkies 2, to my playlist and just watch it on Netflix as a background piece. And I realized that there is that kind of really geeky part of me that always wanted to try something like what Artemis provided. And the fact that we got to do it, in fact, we could kind of just play around with it a little bit, that was so much fun. Even when you just crashed and burned and died and got blown into a thousand pieces, it was just it was just great to be at the the bridge of your own ship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And with the uh, you know obviously with the projector, it made things really really cool as well. It was very enjoyable. Um, yeah, it was good. Let's see. Um, One more question. Two more questions. Two more questions. Jackson okay. Mandrake, do you either of you like the music of Frank Zappa? <laughs> Kinda, not a huge fan. I honestly probably couldn't name very many of his songs. I, I don't, I don't like Frank Zappa at all. I, I've never been a Frank Zappa fan. Yeah. Ever. I mean, I, I, you know, I get his whole shtick. I'm just not really the whole. I'm not really into it. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not all over that. All right, we'll, we'll move on to another one. So let's see. Um, Alistair asks i don't know if i've talked to you about this before but what are your thoughts on the ouya i know square enix is remaking final fantasy 3 for it for example i don't see it going much of anywhere you think so no you think it's dead in the water eh, pretty much do you think it'll be released i don't even know that i mean there's been so many of these (sighs) no there's been too many of these uh too many of these uh what's the word i'm looking for um not shovel not no not shovelware it's uh like vaporware kind of projects for me to really take any of them seriously uh anymore until it's actually out you know uh, yes. so i try not to think about it much unless it actually comes out yeah yeah okay that, i think that's fair um i think the ouya represents a, a kind of interesting coup d'etat um that is started by the XBMC craze, popularized with the Roku box. Um, it is the logical conclusion of that argument. Um, it is the perfection of form of the open source hardware, so, uh, not hardware, but the open source development platform. I just think, <laughs> I, I don't think it will ever be nearly as popular as any of the other consoles, but I don't think that's ever been what, they, what their aim has been. Their aim is to sell a bunch and to kind of open game making up to a a very, very large audience. And I think that's awesome. I think that's great. And hopefully make a profit is what they're hoping for, probably. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm ready to go that far. But I I, I like the (laughs) idea of, I do like the idea of the Ouya, and I I, I wish them the best of luck. The idea of conglomerating everything from OnLive and everything else I think is great. So Yeah, I was kind of sad to see OnLive go, but... uh... Yeah. Meh. What you going to do? All right. Cool. Cool. So is that it? Wait, yeah. I, had I had one more. One Dang. more. Last what one. Did what did I do with it? Yeah, you, I really Commodore one. can find it. Dang it. Oh, we already had an answer that one. A little traveling music for you. 
playing hot cross buns. Okay. Um, oh, another thing I was going to say. Many of you have asked about our opinions on the Wii U. We've talked about that substantially before. And if you really want to know what, what I think about the Wii U, just check out the Weekly Ringer about the Wii U. I pretty much talk for about an hour about it. So just get on over there. I won't have much more to say until I actually get my hands on it. But Bingo. I'll, I'm sure I'll have plenty. Bingo. Many, many, many. No, no, no. No problems, my friend. Just just many of you have asked that question. All right, here we go. Let's see. What else do we have here? I'm going to pick one good one. Here's a, here's a really good one. All right, All right. This is going to be the last question of the day. From Red Neptune LP, what do you guys think of Square Enix? Do you guys think they still develop good games, or are they, or have they died? I think Square Enix is in a heap of trouble. I agree. Um, I agree. Especially the Square side, so to speak. Did I play Dragon Quest Ten? Ten? No. That hasn't come out in America, and no one even knows if it's coming out. Last I checked. Oh yeah. Uh, and I don't trying have to catch, a, trying to catch everybody in a lie here. I don't Take have a, that. I don't have a Japanese Wii. I don't go that far. I don't know Japanese. I'd like to play Dragon I mean, Quest. I your wife happy about that. Oh, thank you. I don't get it. You don't have a Japanese Wii. Okay, whatever. Forget it. Oh, that's bad on so many levels. I know. It's 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 racist, it's tasteless, and anyway, whatever. Go ahead, keep going. And sexist all in one. Is it really? Probably in some sort. Anyway, play your skin flute. Um, Oops. Yeah, but I'd like to. No, but it, it, Final Fantasy has been in trouble for a while. Um, you look at the overpricing that Square Enix does on its on its ports to like uh smartphones and stuff and it's weird it's like like they're way out there compared to everyone else uh in terms of pricing it's like are they are they hurting for money that bad are they that out of tune with the marketplace i don't know square enix is and then i i can't think of the name there was a recent or a previous square enix um uh, um, like head honcho, big wig, that uh, really blasted them recently. I don't know if it was today. I more saw the headline than read it, but uh, I mean, yeah. that's never good. No, so. that is that is a bad thing. If you're if you're in that if you're in that position, you're probably not doing so well. Mm. I, you know, I agree. I really like Square Enix. I, I really want to see them produce great games. My my thoughts about the, the, the perils of Japanese game developments are very well known and published on the site. I would say Square Enix is kind of it's kind of the poster child for that. They make great games for a Japanese audience. Man, that's racist. They don't make very good games for anybody else. And I just I think that's awful. You know, look, look at somebody like, for example, Capcom, who who's had a rough go of it, right? They produced Dragon's Dogma, which, by the way, is an awesome game that has tremendous flaws. And they take the best parts of Dragon's Dogma and they incorporate it into the new Devil May Cry game. That's a great concept. Now they take the best of an experimental franchise, they put it into a, an established game, and it becomes something much, much better as a result. That's how you build good, good games. And I think Capcom's learning from their mistakes. I'm just, I just don't necessarily see... Square Enix making a good play of it from this point forward. 
Uh, yeah, and that well, you know what that 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 seems to play into a larger discussion of uh, Japanese the problems with Japanese uh, game developers in general that we uh, had a really good discussion on a few months ago. Um, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So, so we've had a request to to take a look at um, the new marathon dates because we are in fact doing another charity marathon this year. This will be the what fourth annual. That is true. The fourth My annual Clan of Grey Wolf Charity Marathon. How are we not dead by now? I mean, I, the, the first one nearly killed me. They become easier as each year goes on. We you think? We really tried to kill ourselves that first year, I think. We really did. I don't know how we survived that. I, I actually almost died. Thank you, Bojangles, for your wonderful biscuits, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are going to be doing a marathon this year, uh, and, and uh, there will be a lot more detail upcoming. Yep. We're still in some of the planning phases, but guys, I, I want you to start prepping now. Start talking to everybody you know. Start letting them know that this is going to be out there. Mm -hmm. We are going to put a very large goal out there for ourselves. It's going to be a stretch goal for us. Yeah. And we're doing that because we think we can get it. Yep. And we're going to help a lot of people with our charity drive this year, guys. And we can really, we, we're going to have to have your help, by the way. We need every single one of you to help us out. Yep. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your family's friends, tell your friends' family. See what I did there? Hide pretty... your wife, hide your kids, what? And things. <laughs> tell all those people and uh, let them know. We're going to be here. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to burn another couple days playing some games. It's going to be fun. Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo is our platform of choice this year. Yep. And it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And we're going to play a lot of games. You guys are going to be able to define a lot of what we do as always. And uh, we're going to try to erase what would have otherwise been an impossibly large amount of money to us even two or three years ago. So we need your help. Yep. Uh, Carraro 2 says, donate to a cause that is truly underfunded, not the disaster of the week. Uh, you'll, so last year we did the American Cancer Society. And um, uh, it's not officially set in stone yet, but we're almost certainly going with another cancer charity that is not as well funded. Um right. Which, uh, but but still maintains a tremendous rating and one thing that we, yes. we both believe in incredibly. So I think, you know, you guys are going to be um, you guys are going to be in for a treat with the marathon this year, and uh, we can't wait to bring it to you. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be making some some good announcements on that on the site moving forward. Yep. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah. The dates are December fourteenth through sixteenth. You can at least plan plan that out. Yep. There you go. So dates official, locked and loaded. Get ready to do absolutely nothing but turn on Clan of the Grey Wolf for those entire two, three days. Yep. You'll have a chance to uh, challenge us. Uh, you'll have a chance to uh, have us play games. Of course, all for donations, which I'll go to charity. And see how awfully bad the Commodore plays the Super Nintendo. Yes. And, and, and maybe even get Commodore to play Earthbound for the very first time. You mean from top to bottom? There's no freaking way. That no, would take no, no, no. Just play it. Maybe, maybe. No, I've played it before. No, you haven't. I played that game before. No, you what, what about that? Do you not understand? No, you haven't. You you like looked at it and you were like, "This is this is queer." I, I didn't look at it. I I played at least I played at least thirty minutes to an hour of that game. All right, we'll discuss this. We'll discuss this. All right. Anyway, all right, cool. <laughs> so that is the Echo Screen Live for this edition. Thank you all for being a part of our wonderful community. It was great to talk to you all. Thank you for the questions. If you didn't get your question answered, save it up because we're back. Because when do we go on the air, Rue? Let everybody know. That's a good question. Uh, we will be back November 21st. Or are we? we? Hold on. 
That's the day before Thanksgiving. Are we really doing that? I can. Yeah. All right. If you're available, I'm available. And if I'm available, everyone else better be available. So, That's right. You better get your asses out here because yes. we are gonna we're gonna be pulling up a whole heaping pile of mashed potatoes and gravy. Maybe we'll have some so, Thanksgiving related. And yes, which night? December fourteenth through sixteenth. That is the charity marathon. November twenty first will be the next Echo Screen Live. That is in two weeks. Yes, but I mean generally we meet together on the first, first and third and third Wednesday, Wednesday of every month. That is correct. So uh, look for us there. So if you can't be here after or right before Thanksgiving, then at least look for us on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Thank you all for being with us. Hope you had fun here on the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. As always, I am your host, the Commodore, and you, as always, are the co-host. Rue. I'm sorry. I want to pull up Chris Berman and just be like, <laughs> Anyway. Oh, and ding, have, ding. Yeah, ding, ding. <laughs> And you have been watching the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. And there is no reset button. Good night, Canada.